Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. Thank you for joining me. Hope that y'all had a wonderful weekend. Um, boy, Saturday was Global Kidmen Day. Global Kidmen Day, and what a great day it was Saturday. Although so many of you are doing your Global Kidmen Day training with your church um, later, either in the month or in September, some of you even in October, um, we had a lot of churches that participated even this past Saturday. And um, wow, the Facebook and Instagram were just blowing up with pictures. And so, hey, wanna celebrate um, all of you leaders, I know I said a lot online Saturday about how important you are and what you do matters, but don't forget it. What you do matters and be reminded of that today. Um, again, thank you to everyone who participated or you plan to participate because of this COVID at a later date in Global Kid Men Day. A great opportunity for you to train your volunteer team at your local church. It's Monday and hope that you are ready for a great week. You know what? You have, in one sense, uh, a clean slate in front of you, and I know with ministry, all kinds of things get thrown at you during the week, especially during a pandemic, and if you've got children at home, you know, just things are crazy with school and kids and work, but you know what? I hope that as you go into this week, that you will create a plan, that you'll have a productive week that you'll walk with the Lord, that you won't neglect your most important relationships first and foremost. And I'm really praying and believing that God is going to give each of you a fruitful week in children's ministry. Thank you for being um, a part today. If you're watching this on Facebook, I'm glad that you're here. Those of you listening to the podcast today, thank you for listening. If you're driving down the road, keep your eyes on the wheel. If you are exercising or on that treadmill, keep your eye on the prize. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, welcome as well. One thing I love about the Daily Coffee Chats, and we've been doing this really since uh, the pandemic began, is I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of great people every day, and it's been so much fun. And I don't know how long we're going to keep doing the coffee chat. I don't know if we'll keep it into... Um, you know, we'll just keep doing this forever and ever if we'll wrap it up when and if um, this pandemic ends. But for right now, it's been great, a great way for all of us to stay connected day to day for me to try to add some value to your day and to introduce you to some great people. And if you have any questions, remember, you can text the number right there on the screen, 833-792-6372. Don't call that number, text that number if you have a question something you'd like to talk about in the coffee chat. Our guest today is Rick Edwards. Rick Edwards is a dear friend. He is a ministry partner. He is the creator of SundaySchoolZone.com. Rick, I'm glad that you're here. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Good morning, Thank Mr. You. Edwards. How you doing? Good. Has anybody called you Mr. Edwards today? No, I, I think they're talking to my dad when they say that. So, do they? <laughs> yeah. um, well, Rick and Caroline are great friends. Um, these are folks that love the Lord, 
and boy, you know what they've, we'll talk a little bit about Sunday School Zone, I know in a little bit, but they, they run this website called sundayschoolzone.com. And they've just been great ministry partners of ours. Rick does and Caroline do a lot of behind the scenes stuff to serve you, especially as it relates to our conference every fall, Kidman Nation Megacon. Uh, right, Rick, take a minute and tell people kind of some behind the scenes things that you do to help this event happen. Well, we love doing it. Uh, of course, an event like this can't happen without ministry partners and vendors, exhibitors coming in and setting up and helping us with that. Otherwise, it would just be way too expensive for the average person to participate in a conference like that. So our job at Megacon is to help these ministry partners, these exhibitors feel good about what they're doing. So besides helping them get ready for all the, for the event, during the event, we just kind of walk up and down the aisles and just one booth after another and say, how you doing? How can we help you? And we just love that. So we work with the ministry partners in order for them to serve, help them serve the, the attendees who are coming. And there are a few other things we do as well, but that's the main thing we do that we believe then helps support the event and makes it possible for folks to come at a very reasonable price. Yeah. And you, um, you do a lot of, y'all do a lot of behind the scenes stuff leading up to the event. I mean, even right now, and for months, you've been doing work, a lot of communication, and you volunteer your time. Thank you so much, Rick. You, you guys are such a blessing to the children's ministry community. Rick, tell us a little bit about your ministry background and just your, your life, and, and maybe even tell us a little about your uh, interest in children's ministry and how all that started. Love to hear part of your story. Great, great. Well, I've been in ministry uh, all my adult life, uh, got saved when I was 14 and mm -hmm. called to the ministry when I was in high school and went to uh, Oklahoma Baptist University and then seminary and pastored in Oklahoma, a couple of churches there, ended up going to work for Lifeway Christian Resources in the early 90s as a, an editor, ended up then moving into adult Sunday school curriculum and was the director of that department for several years. And and then several years ago, uh, went to work for another publishing outfit, a uh, publicly owned outfit that I learned a lot from. And then just a few years ago, went out on my own, started doing some stuff on my own and uh, worked with some folks to publish some preschool curriculum. Uh, mm -hmm. That laid the foundation for other stuff we're going to be doing in the days ahead and, and launching Sunday School Zone. So it's been a fun ride, but uh, it was never my intention really to get involved in children's ministry. But in the process of doing so, I've just developed an enormous conviction about the value of what Kidman leaders are doing and the, the value of training these kids and, and introducing them to the Bible and to Jesus at an early stage. It's, I'm, I've really come to the conviction that what you all are doing is really some of the most important work in the church. Yep, yep. I agree. Tell us about Sunday School Zone. So for those of you that aren't familiar with this, it's sundayschoolzone.com. Somebody goes there, Rick. What are they going to find? We launched Sunday School Zone somewhere around eight years ago. The main thing we do is publish free printable Bible activities. So we have things like mazes, crossword puzzles, um, just all kinds of stuff that are, they're typically just one sheet that people can download, but there's all kinds of things there. They all relate to a particular Bible story. So we have well over a hundred Bible stories that have 
each one with multiple printable activities. So you go there, you look for a Bible story, you see, you maybe find a crossword puzzle you're looking for, a word search, you download it, duplicate it for your kids. Uh, it's all free. And uh, this is something that we've been doing. And the whole idea is to drive a lot of traffic and then we monetize it through advertising. That's cool. So everything's free at Sunday School Zone and it's called yep. Sunday School Zone, but it's more than just stuff for Sunday school, right? In other Absolutely. Words yeah, we, it's, it's really for parents, churches, Christian schools, um, homeschool parents, anybody that's working with kids that's trying to teach the Bible to children. Uh, these activities can be used with any curriculum and in almost any context. It's just designed to help engage kids in the Bible. Now tell us, let's talk, talk about curriculum for a minute because you do have curriculum. In other words, in addition to random resources that you could plug into whatever you're doing at your church, you do offer curriculum and it is free. Yes. We tell us about several it. Years, yeah, several years ago, we created uh, God's Unfolding Story for Older Preschoolers. And uh, initially, we were selling it, but I just sort of had the conviction over time that we needed to give it away. Yep. And so we started, we put it on the website. It is digital, so churches have to download it and print it for their use. But it's all there. It's free. It's two years worth of preschool curriculum. Uh, people have been using it for about eight years, and I estimate that it's made it into about 30,000 classrooms that's crazy. Um, over, over that eight years, so that's, that's pretty good, um, and then we have plans to, we're already starting to work, actually, we're in the process of repackaging the preschool stuff, and we're starting to develop and, and write new stuff for first and second graders. Eventually, we hope to have stuff for every age group, including adults, so all that's coming, but it takes time. <laughs> so we're working exactly, on it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's really neat. So go check that out, guys and girls. Go to SundaySchoolZone.com. I have uh, previewed this curriculum, God's Unfolding Story. Um, and it's it's great curriculum with great graphics and really good content. You ought to go check that out. Or if you're not the preschool, you don't teach early childhood or preschool at your church, make sure whoever does knows about this resource, please. I know, Rick, one thing that you're passionate about is teaching the biblical stories um, in a cohesive way, as opposed to just these random stories. Talk to us about right. that. Well, I just absolutely believe, and I know others do too, that the Bible is not some random collection of disconnected stories, mm -hmm. or as we sometimes treat it, just these practical proverbs. Uh, the Bible is a cohesive story, and uh, we feel like it's very important for children to understand that story. So one of the things we did was create an outline, a six-point outline that allows children, even preschoolers, to very quickly learn the entire biblical story. We have, we have icons that go with it, and nice. we encourage people to use a cube like this to, uh, to tell the story. So all, all of our resources support that. We have resources that specifically encourage uh, churches to do that. No matter what curriculum you're using, we encourage children or churches to teach children the biblical story. Uh, what often happens, unfortunately, is that our, our uh, teaching just involves teaching this story and that story without bringing them, bringing them together. It's like dumping mm -hmm. out a 
box of puzzle pieces, jigsaw puzzle pieces on the table. And each week we pick up a piece and say, okay, today we're going to study this piece. And then next week we come in and say, today we're going to study this piece, but we never hold up the box lid for people, for kids to see, oh, that's the whole story. So we're encouraging that our curriculum, we try to build into the activities, uh, encouragement for teachers to review the story every single week. Um, but the, the main thing is we want children to understand that there is a cohesive story, that God's story is still unfolding. And as God's people, we have, they have, children have a place in that story. And we just think that will make a huge difference in a child's life. And then once they get into adulthood to understand that there is a story, it isn't done. The biblical story is still unfolding and that kids have a place in that story. We just think that's really, really, really important. So we encourage churches to know what that story is and to teach that story to their kids. Tell us, a, um, come back to that cube and walk us through the cube that you had up a minute ago. Keep in mind, a lot of people listen to the podcast, so they can't see it. So as you're talking through the cube, tell us what we're looking at for the people that are listening to the podcast. Well, we, again, we've tried to break this, or we have broken the story down into six very simple story elements that uh, mm -hmm. even a preschooler can tell. Interestingly, I've taught this to adults, and adults just as much love the preschool level story elements, but yeah, uh, and each one has an icon or a picture that goes with it. So we've got God created everything. Then we go to people disobeyed God, which of course is the fall of Adam and Eve. And then we have the story of God chose a special people, which is about Abraham and the balance, really the balance of the Old Testament, uh, the people of Israel. God sent Jesus to help us which of course is the story of Jesus and what he accomplished for us. Mm -hmm. Jesus began the church. And then finally, Jesus is preparing heaven for us. So in six simple elements, a child, and we've heard children do this. I mean, they learn it very quickly and they, they love to get up and tell the story in their class and they get it pretty fast. And, uh, I just imagine, you know, how wonderful it is for someone to grow up. I've asked a lot of adults, can you tell me the biblical story? Mm -hmm. And while they, they know a lot of the stories, they don't perceive that there's a cohesive story there. And I, we're wanting to change that over time. Love it. That the graphics that you used for that cube, are those available? I assume at sunnyschoolzone.com. Yes. Everything is there. You can, you can download these things. If you want to create a box like I've done, we've, we've made them so you can print them, cut them, paste them on a box that you can get for 80 cents or so at Walmart. We've tried to make it very simple. Again, it's all free. Uh, we just want to help churches do this because we believe it's really, really important, but it's all there on the website. Love it. Rick, what do you hope, uh, shift gears a little bit, what do you hope that we all learn as church leaders, children's leaders, once we get through this pandemic? What do you hope that we really learn from this? What comes to mind? Well, we may, uh, we may come out of it with a greater appreciation for church the way it was, uh, uh -huh. but we also need, I think, to ask ourselves, what needs to change? I was in a meeting yesterday with our Sunday school teachers at our church, and the fact is we're facing an, e an enormously wonderful opportunity to change things in our Sunday school and in our church as a whole, 
because normally change can be very difficult in a church. People don't like change. So the pandemic, I think, in many cases, is opening it, opening up an opportunity for churches to come back, do things differently, maybe transition into new and different things. And people are prepared to accept, I think, probably more now than ever, they're prepared to accept, yeah, we need to do things differently. We've learned how to communicate online via Zoom. I hope people are in a much better frame of mind and much more eager to accept change so that we're not simply take, trying to take, take church back to the way it was. Let's figure out how to yeah. maximize and take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of us. I think that's so smart because it might, might be tempting for a lot of us as leaders just to try to get back to default as quick as we can. In order to, and Rick, I know you and I weren't planning on going this way with the conversation, so just roll with me because you're good at this stuff. That's okay. And, and you, God's <laughs> given you a lot of wisdom. Um, in, order to, in order to get through this and really learn and make the tweaks and modifications we need to, to get better and to serve better and to be the church that we need to be, what do you think we should be doing right now? Are there people we should be talking to, questions we should be asking? I mean, how, how do we get to that point where, you know what, let's do what needs to be done, even if it looks different than it did back here? Yeah, well, obviously, um, churches and people in leadership in the churches need to be talking among themselves. They mm -hmm. need to be talking to other church leaders. And that's the wonderful thing about what's going on today is that there's a lot of people doing things. It's not difficult to look out there and see what are the people doing. What you're doing here in the coffee chat, um, what other people are doing almost daily, if not daily, probably weekly. There's just a lot of good stuff that's happening out there and that's available for people to see. But you've got you've to bring your people along. So I would really encourage leaders to be engaging the, the church, the people in the church, let them know now that things are likely to change. And it's not because we're not changing just because we want to change, but we need to change. The church needs to change and to start informing people now, start letting people know that the change is coming, but it has to come. And it's a good thing and encourage people to get on board, talk to other leaders in the church, involve people in that process. You just got to do that. Yeah, that's smart. Don't go at it alone. Don't, these are, these are things that you don't want to wrestle through and try to solve by yourself. That's right. Um, that's for sure. Rick, here's my last question for you. Okay. All right. If Rick Edwards, Rick, what are you, 42? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. If 42-year-old Rick Edwards could go back and tell his 20-year-old Rick Edwards self something, what would you go back and tell your 20-year-old self? Well, this may sound self-serving for this audience, but the reality is um, I spent, I was in pastoral ministry for years. And uh, then when I was in, uh, at Lifeway, I was in, ended up being an adult curriculum. And for so many pastors and leaders, the adult arena is kind of where you get drawn to very naturally. But honestly, really honestly, if I could go back to my 20s, I would say, hey, start thinking about children's ministry sooner. Start thinking about children's ministry now. Start thinking about how to make a difference in, with kids. Um, don't just assume that someone else is going to do that. Don't assume that the curriculum is going to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, don't assume that the process, processes will do that. The pastor, the leaders need to understand the priority of kids' ministry and youth ministry, but they 
we need to start early. We need to be very strategic about that. And while I was sympathetic in my earlier years to the kids' ministry and every aspect of the church's ministry, uh, I didn't really value the, the priority of what it should be. And I think I would challenge myself to do that, to take that on and to understand that value sooner. I love that, Rick. Thank you. Friends, go check out sundayschoolzone.com. And listen, go check out that curriculum, especially those of you, if you're a children's pastor, maybe, maybe you're like, oh, we're good with our preschool curriculum. You need to go check it out anyway, because it's really, really good. Um, and I want you to go see it and show it to your leaders. It's at sundayschoolzone.com. And then make sure all your volunteers know about this website. Um, Rick, I said that was going to be my last question, but let me ask you one more, because I want everything's free, but your ministry is funded by advertising on the site. And so the yes. more the more people that are going and using the site uh, is funding your ministry for more growth. And so you do need, in addition to just the ministry value that volunteers will find there, you need as many volunteers as you can going to sunnyschoolzone.com. Yes. I mean, the more traffic we get, the more we make. And mm -hmm. honestly, you know, we've put a lot more money into this personally than, than we may ever get out of it, but uh, at least we're, we're approaching the point where it's kind of break even and that's a really good place to be. But the pretty much everything we make from the site goes back into creating new activities and, and new things. So yeah, I mean, if you love the, if you love the site, visit it, come there. We're not asking, we don't ask for a credit card. We don't ask you to do anything, but come enjoy it, make use of it and uh, grow from it. Love it. Rick Edwards. Thank you, friend. Please give Caroline our love. Thank you. And um, man, we were gonna we were gonna get lunch like two weeks ago, weren't we? And you changed yeah, the travel plans. Our trap our our trip got canceled, so we'll have to put that back together again. Oh, we'll make. I it look happen. forward to that. We'll make it happen. All right, love you, Rick. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. All right, friends. It's Rick Edwards. SundaySchoolZone.com. Please go check out SundaySchoolZone.com. This is a great ministry to help you and your children's ministry team. By the way, Rick is a big part of the ministry of Kidman Nation Megacon. We're not able to do Megacon this fall in Nashville, Tennessee, which is a bummer, but we are expanding it with new online stuff, so you're still going to get some great training. A lot of you are registered. If you're not registered, get registered. There's a free option. There's also a Megacon Plus with some additional things you may want to consider. Uh, Kidman Nation Megacon is a great event for kids pastors and children's ministry leaders. And I trust and hope that you are checking it out. The website, kidmennation.com. Thanks for joining me on today's Coffee Chat, friends. We will see you tomorrow at the same time, same place. I love you all. Talk to you tomorrow. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.